Hi guys, welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast or welcome if you're new. Long time no see. I feel like I haven't posted an episode in so long even though it's only been like a week off but I did just get back from Los Angeles and I had so much fun on that trip. California is a beautiful state but I'll tell you guys everything we did day by day. So the first day that we left, we had to leave for the airport around 3.30 and be at the airport by 4 because our flight departed around like 6.30ish. But I was so exhausted that day because I didn't get any sleep the night before. Um, It never fails when I'm on vacation. I can never get any sleep the night before we leave because my nerves are just like going crazy. Like, I was paranoid that I was going to sleep through my alarm or I was forgetting something and I just, like, could not fall asleep. So I was just, like, laying there on my phone for a couple hours while my friend was sleeping and just, like, waiting for her to get up and waiting for us to leave. But I did sleep on the plane a little bit. Um, But we left Pittsburgh around, like, 6.30 and then we had a five-hour flight to Vegas Um, after that, we had a five hour layover and then we had another flight to California, which was only like 45 minutes long, but we landed in California around 4 PM, which would have been like seven for our time. So we really didn't do a lot the first day just because we were so tired. We only went to one restaurant and that's it. We went to this place called The Little Door. It's an Italian place, but it's really fancy. It was very low lit in there and it was dim, but the whole ceiling was lit up with these really pretty twinkle lights. They had like fountains and plants everywhere. I felt like I was in like a tropical restaurant, even though this place was Italian. Um, A lot of people in there were actually on dates, so I kind of felt out of place because it was just like a very upscale restaurant and like these guys were taking their girlfriends or their wives to like this very fancy restaurant and then it was just like my friend and I. But it was like our birthday trip, so we wanted to go to like nicer restaurants and splurge a little bit. But um, I actually posted a picture on my Instagram if you guys want to go check mine out. It's in the show notes per usual. You guys know I love connecting with you on my social media, but we got a charcuterie board and some shrimp and it was really good. I loved it there, but that's all we did that night. We were super exhausted because we were just like traveling all day long and our layover in Vegas, it kept getting delayed. It got delayed like twice and we're also from Pittsburgh, like I said. So when we were eating dinner in Los Angeles at 9 p.m., it was actually like midnight for us, what we were used to. So yeah, that's all we did the first day. We didn't do a whole lot. But the second day was super fun. I loved everything we did the second day. We got up really early and we did a hike. We went to the Griffith Observatory and we did a hike to the Hollywood sign It was the perfect morning to hike because it wasn't too hot or too cold. It wasn't humid out at all. Um, But it was funny. It kind of made me laugh because all of the locals, (laughs) they were wearing like winter coats. They were all bundled up and they were wearing pants and everything. And it was like 55 degrees out. I guess that's considered cold for them. But like since we're from Pittsburgh, it's like negative three here. You know what I mean? And 55 degrees, 60 degrees is considered warm for us. Like I consider that spring weather. So my friend and I, we were wearing like these shorts and all of the locals were all bundled up. So they probably knew we like weren't from there, but that's all I packed. So I had to wear that. But yeah, it was a very nice day. I thought it was really nice out. 
Um, and obviously we got pictures in front of the Hollywood sign and everything. But after that, we went to Boulon Coffee. If you're located in LA, I would highly recommend going there. The whole shop is pink themed and their food was literally so good. I got avocado toast and an iced chai latte. It was called the Mean Girl, I believe. And it was pink and it had a cute little flower on the top. The avocado toast had flowers on it and it was really good. Like it was worth the price that I paid for. It was probably the best avocado toast I've ever had. Um, but in the store, they had this pink car in there too. And they also had a phone booth outside with pink flowers all around it. It was just very cute. I loved it there. So if you're from LA or if you're planning to travel to LA, you should definitely go there. I loved it there. Their food was amazing and the vibes were great. It was very cute inside too. <laughs> After that, we went to Hollywood Boulevard. Y'all know I had to get some souvenirs. So I got this really cute blue and white um, baseball cap. It's like an electric blue color. I really like the blue and it just says LA on it. And then I also got a black and white beanie that says Los Angeles on it. I'm looking forward to wearing that now in Pittsburgh because it's cold here. Like I needed another hat. I only have like one beanie and it's a Carhartt beanie. So I kind of wanted a different one to wear. So I'm looking forward to wearing that. And I also got an oversized Lakers t-shirt that I think I'm going to crop. Um, but I really liked Hollywood Boulevard. Our Uber driver on the way to the Griffith Observatory, he was like, oh yeah, don't even waste your time at Hollywood Boulevard. It's very animated. You won't like it. It's dirty. But I didn't find anything wrong with it. I liked it. Like, I liked seeing all the street performers. I liked seeing all the, like, cartoon characters on the street. And, like, I like the hustle and bustle like that. I don't know. I thought it was fun. I didn't find anything wrong with that. But for that night, we went to dinner at this place called Yamashiro. And it was so good there. I loved it there. I believe it used to be an old Japanese mansion. And they turned it into a restaurant. But if you sit on the patio, I requested to sit on the patio, it overlooks the entire city. Their food was so good and all of the waiters were so nice. I actually looked at their Instagram the other day because they reposted one of my stories. I like tagged them like it was a video of The View or whatever. And I saw that Polly D, Vinny and the situation from Jersey Shore, they all ate there like a month before we went. And I thought that was so funny. I'm jealous that they didn't go when we were there. But it was really nice there. Like they had like valet parking. It was very upscale. I loved it there. Um, the vibes were just great. I loved it. And my food was really good. I think I got like, I got like pasta, but it had like an oyster sauce on it. It was really good. Um, but after that, we did Rodeo Drive. Um, all of the shops were closed. We should have planned that better, but we went like later at night, so nothing was open. But it was still fun to like walk around and like take pictures and like just look through all the windows and stuff. But I wish we were able to go in and look. So next time, if I go, we will definitely be going during the day when the shops are actually open. But yeah, our second day was super busy, but I liked everything we did and we had a really good time. I, I loved the second day. I had so much fun. The third day we went to the Grove. It was a really sunny day out. It was really nice. Um, we did some shopping. I got a new book at their Barnes and Noble. It's called You Are a Badass at Making Money. 
You have probably heard of it before. It's a really popular book. I have the original book, but I've been wanting to read the series as well. So I read a little bit of that on the plane ride home. We also went to their little food market. We had breakfast there and then we stayed for like a couple hours and did some shopping. So we also ate lunch there as well. I forget the name of the restaurant that we ate at there, but it was like this tropical restaurant and it was very good. I got a yogurt bowl. It kind of reminded me of like an acai bowl, but it was very good. I liked it a lot and our server was amazing. But yeah, after the Grove, we went to Joffrey's in Malibu. It was a really pretty restaurant. It overlooked the ocean and the food was to die for. It was expensive, but it was so worth it. The only thing that sucked was that it was raining and dark out, so we didn't really get to see the ocean as much as we wanted to, but it's fine. We went during the worst time. California was actually raining and flooding last week. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but I was talking to our Uber driver and he said that it never rains that much. So of course, with our luck, it's pouring the week that we go, but hey, what are you going to do? We made the best of it. Our dinner was still great and he brought out this cute little like birthday dessert thing for me and I thought that was very nice. So yeah, that day was fun. I liked the third day. The third day was nice. And the last day we went to Venice Beach. We went to this Egyptian store and I got some new jewelry. I got two silver rings and they're both very cute. My thing, like, you know how when some people travel, they collect like shot glasses or they collect magnets for their fridge or t-shirts or something like that. I like to collect jewelry because I feel like it's timeless. You can wear it for years and years. Or if you have kids, you can give it to your kids. And I don't know. I just like wearing different pieces. And it's just like a memory for me. I'm like, oh, I got this from like Miami. Or I got this from Mexico or Los Angeles. So like every time I wear those rings, I'm like reminded of that trip. I don't know. So I like to collect jewelry a lot. So I bought those two rings for that reason. And I also got some perfume oil, which I'm very excited about. I recently started wearing Arab perfume and I've heard great things about the perfume oil. It's very long lasting. So I'm super happy that we went there and I was able to get some since I've been wanting to build my collection. They also had really pretty crystals and art in there. The guy that owns the shop, he actually makes his own art and sells it for a living. So I thought that was really neat. Um, but after that, we went on a yacht and we hung out for a couple hours. So overall, we had a really good time and I really liked Los Angeles. I definitely want to go back. I'd also like to explore more of California as well, not just Los Angeles. I would really love to do Yosemite someday. That's on my bucket list. So I will definitely be returning someday. But I had a great birthday trip and I really enjoyed the West Coast. But if you listened all the way through, I appreciate you. I apologize. I feel like I just went on a tangent about my trip. But I thought some of you might want to hear what all we did, especially if you're like planning on going to Los Angeles soon. Please go to some of those places that I recommended. All of the restaurants that we went to were very good. Um, I liked everything we did. There was nothing we did that I wasn't like crazy about. I had a lot of fun on that trip. So yeah, I think that's all that I have to talk about for my trip. But I think we are going to do the weekly favorite now. 
So if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, in the beginning of each episode, I share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So I just finished the book called The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, and I'm obsessed. I think everyone needs to read this book. He also wrote the book The Art of Seduction, if you've heard of that one. It's pretty popular, and he's basically known for that book. But The 48 Laws of Power is basically about how to gain and defend against control and how to be a powerful person. And I think that you guys would really like this book a lot. My podcast is all about self-help, becoming the best version of yourself, and being a powerful woman or man in general. So I would highly recommend reading it. I started it on the plane ride to L.A., And I read that other book, like I said, on the way back, but I'm already more than halfway done with the book already. So it's definitely a must read. I do have it in my Amazon storefront. If you guys want to go get one for yourself, it will be under the favorite books tab. I always have my storefront linked in the show notes below as well, but that's all I have for the weekly favorite. So we are going to get into our topic for today. Also, I did get a couple requests to do longer episodes. I was debating for a while whether I should keep them on the shorter side or not. I wasn't sure if you guys preferred me to get straight to the point and keep them short and sweet or if you wanted them to be on the longer side. I didn't know if you guys wanted to hear me talk for like an entire hour. So (laughs) at the bottom of the episode, I will have a poll. I would really appreciate if you guys responded with your feedback, whether you prefer the episodes to be like... 25 to 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes, or 45 to an hour, please let me know. I know when I listen to podcasts, I usually do while I'm getting ready for the day, like while I'm doing my hair and makeup. So I kind of prefer them to be on the longer side, like 45 minutes long. But for those of you that did reach out to me on Instagram and give me that constructive criticism, I really appreciate that. I definitely want my podcast to be tailored towards my audience. Um, And also, if you have any episode requests or topics that you want me to talk about, feel free to DM me as well. I was thinking about doing a Q&A soon, so if you have any questions, I love hearing from you guys. It literally makes my day when I see DMs from you guys supporting the podcast. But I think I'm finally done rambling. Now I'm finally going to get into our topic for today. So today, I'm going to be talking all about competition. And before I get started, I want to say a disclaimer that I don't think competition is always a bad thing. Healthy competition is obviously normal, but there comes a point where comparison and competition can become very unhealthy. It's completely normal to be a little competitive. It's literally like in our nature. You can't help that. But if you find yourself constantly comparing yourself to others, this is not a good thing. And I'm going to explain why later on. But today I'm going to be talking about why you should be your only competition in life. It can definitely be hard not to compare yourself to other people, especially on the internet if you use social media. I feel like today we have it even worse than older generations because on social media, there's a new beauty standard every week. You're always seeing aesthetic videos on your For You page of other people's successes and their cars and their mansions and their jewelry and their vacations and how much money they're making. And you're also seeing videos of people starting their own businesses and doing real estate, drop shipping, the list goes on, and they never tell you how to do it yourself. 
and you might be working a nine to five or you might be in school and struggling. And it's hard to see that and not compare yourself. I've been guilty of it. I'm not going to sit here and act like I've never compared myself to anyone before. There have been times where I've been on social media and I've seen videos like that and I felt really bad about myself. And I would just tell myself, you should be further in life. You're not as successful as them. You're not where you should be. You need to be doing more with your life. And like I said, healthy competition is normal. It's normal to see things like that and feel motivated to do more and feel inspired. But if you're seeing things like that and automatically just feeling bad about yourself and putting yourself down, that's when it becomes a problem. That stems from low self-esteem. Just because someone else is successful or someone else is pretty or whatever the case is, whatever you're comparing yourself to, that doesn't take away your value as a person. If you're in a room with Jeff Bezos, for example, he's one of the richest and most successful people in the world, as we all know, your first thought should not be, I'm such a failure, he's so much better than me, I'm never going to be that successful. It should be, I can learn a lot from him. He's very inspiring. That's going to be me someday. He's just a regular person like you are. I don't believe he was born into wealth. He was self-made. Correct me if I'm wrong. He started Amazon in his parents' garage. Does that sound like you? If you're listening to this, can you relate? When you take people off of the imaginary pedestal in your head, you realize that we are all the same. No one is more important than you. No one is better than you. We all bleed the same and we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And this is not me trying to discredit his success at all. I'm trying to explain that that could be you someday. He was just a regular person like you are. He's just a regular person like me. He started out like I did. You know, he started his business in his parents' garage, you know, So he's not any better than you or anyone that you're comparing yourself to. No one is better than you. We're all equal. We're all the same. It's important to work on your self-esteem. I said this in a previous episode, but if you haven't seen that one, then I'll say it again. Self-esteem can make or break a person. I truly believe that the confidence you have in yourself and your ability will determine how far you go in life. That sounds really harsh, but it's true. It needed to be said. People can feel energy. People can feel when you're insecure. People can feel when you're anxious. People can feel when you're submissive and sheep-like. And it's important to have that confidence in yourself in any life situation. If you feel unworthy and you feel inferior to others and you put people on this pedestal, people will unfortunately treat you that way. You attract what you put out. Just because someone else is successful, that doesn't mean you aren't. Just because someone else is pretty, that doesn't mean you aren't. Just because someone else has money or followers or whatever status, that doesn't mean you can't have that either. Everyone starts somewhere and no one is better than you. You have to eliminate that low self-esteem and the victim mentality to get where you want to be. Having a victim mentality will get you nowhere. The day that you stop blaming your circumstances and start facing your challenges is the day that you start stepping towards your goals. Some people are born rich. Some people are born poor. We are not in control of our circumstances, unfortunately, but we are in control of how we react to them and how we overcome them. 
Definitely, some people are born privileged and have much easier access to success than others. I'm not denying that, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it either. Use Lizzo for an example. She was homeless and living in her car, and look at her now. She's on every billboard in New York City. She's incredibly successful. You're telling me that can't be you? Use Steve Harvey for an example. He was also homeless, and now he's a millionaire. He's a TV host. That can't be you. You could use me as an example. I was just your average person. I still am your average person. I didn't grow up in a wealthy family. We were comfortable and middle class, but I've been paying for my own things since I was 16 years old and had a part-time job. I have friends who have their entire college tuition paid for by their parents, and their parents buy them new cars and pay for their car payments and insurance, and I did not have that privilege. But... Instead of me being jealous and wasting my time complaining and doing nothing about it, I worked. I worked two jobs while in college. I bought my own car by myself. I hustled. I started this podcast in my office room on my iPhone. I didn't have any fancy equipment. I didn't have a manager or an editor or even a microphone. I just did it. You have to stop with the excuses and the pessimism and the victim mentality because in reality, No one is responsible for your success other than you. You have to change the narrative about yourself and about your life. A victim mentality is a very dangerous mindset to have. The pessimism will rob you of your enthusiasm and it will drain you. All that time that you spend complaining about how people have it better than you and how you can't catch a break, you could be spending hustling. You could be spending that time improving your situation, but you're choosing to sit around and do nothing and make excuses as to why you can't be successful. Just because Joe Schmo had it easier, that doesn't mean you can't do it. You just have to work a little bit harder than him or her. And the whole point of the topic today is that it shouldn't matter what others are doing. It shouldn't matter how other people got their success. What should matter to you is how you are going to achieve that for yourself. Instead of always saying, why me? Why does my life suck? Why does he have that and I don't? Why am I stuck in this situation? The list goes on. Change your mindset. Misery loves company. Comfort doesn't equal change. You are comfortable sitting there and complaining about your situation. You are comfortable making excuses. You are comfortable blaming others for your lack of success. You are comfortable for not changing your routine. You're comfortable not doing anything about it. My biggest pet peeve is when I'm around people that continuously complain about things that they are capable of changing and they just choose not to do anything about it. I don't mind listening and sharing advice a few times, but if it becomes a habit and you're choosing to do nothing to fix the situation and you're living in a victim mentality, then I don't want to hear it. That sounds so mean, but it drains you. Like I said, misery loves company. I don't want to be around people that do nothing but complain and make excuses and are pessimistic. That doesn't give you any fuel. I want to be around people that lift me up and clap for others and inspire me to do more with my life. I don't want to be around people that suck the life out of me and have no goals or ambition and no drive. At the end of the day, if you were dealt a bad situation or if you went through some pretty horrible stuff, that's really unfortunate and I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm not saying these things to invalidate your feelings or what you had to go through and endure, but do you really want that to be the end all be all for you? 
Do you want your life to stay that way? Do you want to be the same person that you were 10 years ago? Do you want to change? Do you want to grow into a better person and live a better life? You have to cut the excuses and just start. You don't even have to have a plan. Just do something to progress forward. Like I said, I started this podcast with no equipment. I did it on my iPhone and I started on a whim. And here we are now. We're listened to in 91 countries, which just blows my mind and I'm so thankful for. And I'm not saying this to brag at all. I'm trying to show that you are just as capable as I am. I am just your average person. And I worked really hard to get to where I'm at today. Nothing was handed to me. I made the best out of the situation that I was given. But you should not be focused on what everyone else is doing all the time. I saw a quote that said, you should never compare yourself to others because you don't know what they did to get there and what they are doing to keep it. Everyone has their own path and their own story. Just because you see someone on social media or in real life with all of the success or status or cars, whatever it might be, your first thought might be, wow, they're so lucky. But you don't know them. You don't know what they did to get that car. You don't know how many hours they had to work. You don't know how many things they had to sacrifice to get to where they are now. You don't know their story or their journey to get there. They might not be lucky after all. They might have worked nights and holidays to save up. They might have missed their kids' sports games because they're working all the time. They might not speak to their parents because their parents don't approve of what they're doing. You see these shiny materialistic things and basically highlight reels on social media And you assume that these people are having amazing lives, but you never truly know what's going on behind closed doors. That's why you should never compare your life to someone else's because you don't know the full story. You don't know what that person's going through at the end of the day. They always say money doesn't buy happiness. And to an extent, I think that's true. I think that money gives financial freedom, which can make a person feel a little bit happier and less stressed but it doesn't automatically take away all of your problems in life. I hate when I see people basically cyberbullying celebrities online and they think that it's okay because they're rich and famous, so who cares? People assume that these celebrities have these amazing lives because they have money, but you don't know these people. You don't know their lives. You've never had a real conversation with them. You've never hung out with them. You don't know what they did to get there. How many celebrities do you know that struggle with addiction or have had horrible childhoods or really traumatic things happen to them? Money doesn't fix that. Money doesn't just take that away. So like I said before, you need to take these people off of that imaginary pedestal in your head and realize that they are just like you. They are normal people. And some of these people have had childhoods just like you or have struggled with things just like you, maybe even worse. Even people that you see in your everyday life, not just celebrities and influencers that you see online, you might see someone with your dream body at the gym and think they're so lucky, they're genetically blessed, they have it so easy, they're probably on steroids, whatever, but you don't know what they did to achieve that. They might be working out two hours a day, seven days a week, and they might be paying thousands for a professional trainer. They may have been very overweight previously, and it took them two, three years to get in the shape that they're in now. They might work out all the time because they're depressed and that's their only outlet. They might not even like their own body. 
they might not be happy with where they're at yet. And it's rude to assume that everyone is privileged or lucky and they've had things handed to them. You don't know the behind the scenes of everyone's lives. It's rude to assume how people achieved their success. You don't know their story. You don't know their journey. And you don't know what they did to achieve their success or what they're doing to maintain it and the why behind it. It's simply not your business at the end of the day. The only thing that you should be focused on is your own journey. Your only competition should be the person that you see in the mirror. Your only competition should be the person you were yesterday or last week or last year. You should be worried about how you are going to get better, not how someone else is doing better than you. Why does that matter? Genuinely ask yourself, why does that matter? Why do I care so much that this person is further than me or more successful than me? That's their life and their path. I'm on my own path. I really believe that everyone has a path in life and their own destiny. And I've always told myself that everything happens for a reason. Just because someone achieved something before you, that doesn't mean your time isn't coming. That doesn't mean you can't clap for them and be happy for them. There's no reason to be jealous or resentful. If you have that confidence in yourself and your ability, you know that your time is coming. It's just not right the second. It's not right now. Learn to be patient and have faith in yourself. Just because things aren't going your way right now or you feel like you're hitting a rough patch, it's not the end-all be-all for you. There have been time periods in my life where I felt like Everything that could possibly go wrong was going wrong and I thought my life was horrible at the time and I didn't think I was going to be successful but now I look at myself and I realize that I'm exactly where I was hoping to be. I'm doing things that I wanted to do. I'm living the life that I wanted to live. It was all about changing my mindset and the narrative that I had about myself and my life. I did not want to be stuck in that spot I was in forever. I did not want to be doing the same thing. So I did something about it. I wanted to improve my life. So I did. I could have sat there complaining, making excuses and a list of a thousand reasons why I was unlucky and why everyone had it easier than me. But I didn't because I realized that that was not productive. That was not going to get me where I wanted to be. That was not going to achieve anything. In fact, I'm actually glad that I was raised in a household where I was raised to be independent because it taught me to be humble and it taught me that success does not come easy. It taught me to work hard for the things that I want. If there's something in your life that you want to change or you're unhappy with, you need to start now. You need to make the change. You will thank me later. Whatever it is that you're dreaming of, this is your safe space to do so. If you want to be a model, after this episode is over, I want you to take some digitals of yourself in your room and submit them to agencies. All you need is a blank wall and a phone. If you want to do influencing and work with brands, after this episode is over, I want you to start reaching out to brands and emailing them. If you want to be a makeup artist, I want you to sit down and record a tutorial and post it on TikTok. If you want to go on a fitness journey, pull up a YouTube video and do a workout. Whatever you're dreaming of, I want you to do it now and start now. Worry about how you are going to achieve your goals, not how much further everyone else is ahead of you or how much more money they have than you or how much more followers they have than you or engagement or equipment. If you spend all of your time and attention 
worrying about what other people are doing all the time, that takes away time that could be spent working on yourself. We should all be able to clap for each other and be happy for one another and inspire others to reach their goals without being down on ourselves or having feelings of jealousy or resentment. There are other podcasters that I'm sure are much further ahead of me and making 10 times the amount that I'm making, and they probably have better equipment than me and more viewers, but that's not going to stop me. I don't feel bad about myself, and I don't feel the need to compare myself because I know that I will get to that point someday. I have faith in myself, and I know that whatever I put my mind to, I can achieve. I know that I have good advice, and I know that I have an audience that likes my content and tunes in every week. So why compare myself to someone else's podcast? Because we're different, and that's great. It's a good thing to be unique and different. I can be happy for other influencers and cheer them on while still feeling good about my platform. That's the whole point of this episode. You can do something and be happy for others without feeling bad about yourself. But that's pretty much all I had to say for today's episode. The last thing that I wanted to share was a quote, and it says, Don't compare your life to others. There's no comparison between the sun and the moon. They shine when it's their time. And I love that quote. It puts things into perspective. The sun and the moon are totally different things. They serve different purposes, but they're both incredible to look at in their own ways. And like the quote says, they shine when it's their time. So have faith in yourself, have that self-confidence that your time is coming, just keep working towards whatever your goals are, and don't lose that focus on yourself. But that's all I have for today's topic. I really hope you guys liked today's episode. I know I did. I would have needed to hear this advice a few years ago when I was struggling with low self-esteem and comparison myself. So I hope that this advice was helpful for you in some way, or I hope that it put things into perspective a little bit. But I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast so much. We hit our six-month milestone, and I can't believe how far we've gotten and how many people are actually listening to my podcast. It's insane. So I wanted to say thank you. If you liked today's episode, I would appreciate it if you followed the podcast, gave it a rating, and turned on the notification bell so that you know when I post next. Or if you have a friend or a loved one who you think might need to hear this advice, I would love it so much if you shared this episode with them. But like I said, all of my socials are linked down below in the show notes if you want to connect with me on there. I'm kind of thinking of doing a Q&A, like I said. So if you guys have any questions you want answered or if you have anything you want me to share advice on, please feel free to DM me and I will definitely get back to you. My DMs are always open and I do see them. But thank you so much and I will see you guys next week. Bye.